right, so back at the Marriott Center here in Provo, Utah. BYU 77, Utah 65 is our final score. BYU wins its sixth in a row overall this season as the Cougars have their longest win streak in three seasons. And this one feels particularly good after the uh, hiatus of one season that came off a contract cancellation. Utah was to have played here last year. They didn't want to play here, didn't play here, paid BYU not to play here. And then the ultimate payback comes <laughs> as BYU wins the game. Utah ultimately does play here at the Marriott Center. 77-65 to 65 is our final. I mean... A lot has gone on, and say what you want. Uh, I get, you know, BYU, Utah fans, whatever. Uh, it, it, it's a good win for BYU coming off of what happened. And now, to me, let's just let's just move forward and let's just play games. I mean, what a night tonight. The place was rocking, and whether it's the Marriott Center or the Huntsman Center or Vivint or wherever, I mean, this is great stuff. It was a great basketball game tonight. And, you know, regardless of whether BYU wins, which makes me feel good personally, that's just a great night of college basketball. You got Walton here. You got you and me on the right. I mean, this is a fun night. Why wouldn't you not want this? And this is what I was arguing all along. It's not about safety. It's not about all the junk that went on. It's not about Nick Emery. It's about this rivalry. And sometimes it gets heated, but you're like your brother. You, you kind of get in a fight, and then you're brothers. And, and you go at it, and you're, you're competitive like brothers. And and sometimes you lose, sometimes you win, but it's just a fun, fun night of basketball, and it's more fun when you win. And Utah knows that because they've won a lot lately, but it's about time BYU got to have that feeling. And there was almost no doubt tonight the way the Cougars played the game, Mark. BYU led for 38 minutes and 19 seconds of the 40 minutes tonight. Yeah, no doubt BYU's better. Uh, they were a better team. Maybe it's different at the Huntsman Center, but clearly they were better. But And that, you just credit Utah. Because they just play so hard, and they're, they're never out of it because Utah, they're just, they're just grinders. And players did a good job for Utah, but BYU was, was a better team tonight. I think it was clear. Elijah Bryant is your BYU player of the game tonight. 29 points, 9 rebounds, 4 assists. Did not leave the floor tonight, Mark. He played the full 40. <laughs> and didn't get any cramps. And, and I mean, he's just, we've talked a lot about him. He's, he's amazing, and he creates matchup problems. And, and his three-point shot is, is getting so good now, Greg. That was kind of the only thing. I mean, it's a little bit hit and miss, but he's been very good from three. And and uh, what a night for him. Tough to be much better than Elijah Bryant was tonight. 29 on 8 of 13 from the field, 5 of 7 from distance. 8 for 8 from the free throw line, helping to seal this deal for BYU. 15 for Yoli Childs, 8 for Dastrup. And Peyton's going to be our post-game guest here, courtside. Peyton Dastrup's eight points include two threes at a time when the game was in doubt. I mean, that was when Utah was hanging around 5-6, and Peyton makes two massive three-pointers, part of a 12-4 run. Eight of the points came from Peyton. Utah had gotten to within five, 51-46, back-to-back Peyton Dastrup makes a two, back to back and then to a back. three, and then moments later, another three for Peyton. Those eight points come in a huge stretch of the game. Dastrup with eight, seven for Cannon, seven for Celius, five for Hardnett, just four for TJ on an off night for Teach, two for Luke Worthington to help finish this one out. And BYU scores 77 to Utah's 65, 15 for Rawson, 13 for Beeler, 12 for Colette, 11 for Bearfield. And all those guys I just mentioned, except for Bearfield, will not see BYU again. Six for Johnson, five for Caldwell, three for Bibbins gets you to 65. BYU shoots 52% field. That's now four consecutive games, I do believe, at 50% or better from the field for BYU. So 52% field, 50% arc, 77% uh, stripe. 
those are winning numbers. Utah shoots 46% field, 23% arc, 62% stripe. BYU outboards Utah by 5. 16 assists, 14 turnovers for BYU. 14 assists, 13 turnovers for Utah. BYU 9 steals on the night. Cougars very active defensively. Miscellaneous categories. Points in the paint go to Utah plus 10. Points off of turnovers, Utah plus 6. Second chance points, Utah plus 1. Fast break, Utah plus 6. Bench, BYU plus 11. And the bench was a defining differentiator tonight. 22 points off of BYU's bench. Again, those 8 from Dastrup, 7 from Selyus, 7 from Cannon. And uh, that was your bench scoring for BYU. 22 very big points. Eight lead changes. They all came early. No ties. BYU led for most of the game. Large lead for BYU 16. The Utah large lead just one. And it came on four occasions in the early moments of this game. That's the box score breakdown. Time now for the New Skin Data Discovery brought to you by New Skin. Discover the best you. Mark, what else have you discovered tonight in tonight's box score? We've talked about a lot of it. I mean, that was pretty thorough. But to me... If you can do two things really good, and one is rebound, and one is uh, shoot threes, and BYU shot 50% from the three, if they're shooting 50% from the three and out-rebounding, they're not going to lose. They're not going to lose it to anybody. And uh, you can get that combination, and BYU is very good. And, uh, you know, it was it's going to be an uphill fight for Utah. BYU is just very good in a lot of different aspects of this game. It is indeed uh, three straight games at 50% or better from the field and four of the last five as the Cougars have played some really good offensive basketball the last couple of weeks and have won six consecutive games as a result. This stretch of games, Mark, began back in Brooklyn with a loss to Alabama. Since that loss, BYU has not looked back. BYU has won every game since that loss to Alabama. And it starts with a comeback from down 10 in the final five minutes against UMass. That, that, that could have been back-to-back losses, but it wasn't. And BYU picked up from there and just kept on winning. They came back for a massive stretch. In-state game, in-state game, road, road. Illinois State home, in-state game, in-state game again ending tonight. And the Cougars won every one of them. I think it's showing us that this team has a certain mental toughness, and that that's a big part of college basketball and winning games. And It started in that UMass game. I was texting you. I was despondent. BYU couldn't throw it in the ocean. And I was by the ocean and, in, in Honolulu. They, yeah, <laughs> you, yeah, you could throw it in the ocean better than they could. But, and they were down 10, 4, 44 or something. And I was at almost given up hope. I mean, I, that, I think that's why they turned it around because I'd given up all hope. And then they... <laughs> But that toughness that I think started there, and then the next game was UVU, and what a game that was. And you go up to Utah State. I mean, just those are tough, tough places to play. And the BYU showing me, and tonight. I mean, you think, well, you're at home tonight, right? But believe me, when you got 20,000 people wanting you to succeed, that really puts some nerves on you. And BYU overcame that. And uh, I just think this team, which gives me the most optimism about the team, is they just have a a certain mental toughness, which you you just need to compete, especially on the road and against teams now going forward like Gonzaga and St. Mary's. BYU 77, Utah 65 is our final score. BYU led almost wire to wire, certainly enough of it to call it a dominant victory for the boys in blue. And BYU's 2-0 in these nifty royal uniforms. I like them. All right, uh, Jason Shepard's coming up next with Cougar Post Game Live. We'll be back courtside for post game guests from Our courtside mics will return to Provo and the Marriott Center for much more. Coming up next, Jason Shepard, BYU wins it by 12 over the U on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. The final buzzer has sounded. 
And today's BYU basketball game is complete. Selyus another three. Got it again! Zach Selyus! Time now for Cougar Post Game Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Exclusive post-game coverage of BYU basketball is brought to you by Provo Land Title. In 1966, we started with a simple goal, service. 50 years later, that goal is now a tradition. Now, let's join your hosts, Jason Shepard. That's right, Cougar fans. BYU beats Utah 77-65. to The Cougars get the win at the Marriott Center. The streak is over. BYU basketball had lost three in a row. That ended tonight. Whether you are in your cars, heading home from the Marriott Center, or if you're laying in bed because you just can't go to sleep because you're too amped and excited about the win, you deserve it. Hopefully you've got a smile on your face enjoying this one because it's been a while and this was a fun game. We'll get back to the Marriott Center for more post-game coverage from Greg and Mark coming up in just a little bit. Let's start to update you on some other college basketball action tonight. We will begin in the top 25. Everything, obviously, at this time of night is a final, so we will start with number 2 Michigan State winning at Oakland 86-7. to It was Oklahoma upsetting number three Wichita State 91 to 83 Miami defeats George Washington 59 to 50 number eight Kentucky winning at home over Virginia Tech 93 to 86 10th ranked Xavier two better than East Tennessee State at 68 to 66 number 11 West Virginia defeating Wheeling Jesuit 98 to 50 Number 12, Gonzaga took overtime. A little scary for the Zags if you're a Gonzaga fan. They ended up defeating North Dakota 89-83 in OT. It was number 13, Kansas, defeating Nebraska 73-72. Rutgers takes down number 15, Seton Hall, 71-65. Virginia, 20 better than Davidson at 80-60. Number 17, Purdue wins at over Butler, 82-67. In overtime, Indiana upsets number 18 Notre Dame, 80-77. Oklahoma State with a one-point upset victory over number 19 Florida State, 71-70. Also, Clemson on top of number 22 Florida, 71-69. Arizona defeats New Mexico, 89-73. Texas Tech, 20 better than Rice at 73-53. And number 25 Cincinnati winning in L.A. over UCLA, 77 to 63. The news not so good for BYU women's basketball. They were coming off a really nice win last Saturday over the University of Utah at home. They were on the road at Cal. Bears a very, very good team. They showed why today BYU falls on the road at Cal 70 to 45. Coming up on the other side, scores from Saturday NFL games and the night in the NBA. Your final tonight from the Marriott Center. The BYU Cougars defeat the University of Utah 77-65. to We'll have more coming up next on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.
Welcome back to Cougar Post Game Live. Jason Shepard with you. The Cougars get the win over the Utes, 77-65. Quick final segment here of Cougar Post Game Live. Peyton Dastrup, our post game guest. We'll get to him, Mark, and Greg coming up in just a second. One NBA score, the Jazz. They lose on the road at the Cleveland Cavaliers. Cavs win 109-100. to Triple-double for LeBron James. Donovan Mitchell, 26 points, two rebounds, and one assist in the loss for the Utah Jazz. Two NFL games today. Chiefs defeat the Chargers 30-13, to and it was the Lions on top of the Bears by final score of 20-10. to That's a wrap for Cougar Post Game Live after the break. Back to the Marriott Center for the Cougar Locker Room Show, your final from Provo. 77-65, BYU beats Utah. That's right. BYU beats Utah, and you heard it all right here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Our exclusive post-game coverage continues with the Cougar Locker Room Show. We'll hand off TJ3, post fires. Oh! Brought to you by Mountain Point Medical Center. Our experienced team puts you and your heart health first. Now, let's head back to the Bryant Eating and Cooling courtside seats and join the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Welcome back to the Jubilant Marriott Center. About 17,000 fans on hand to watch BYU defeat Utah by a score of 77-65. to BYU's first win over the Utes since 2012, but in a bigger picture, they've won eight of the last 12 against Utah. Greg Grubel, Mark Durant with you courtside, joined by our courtside guest on the Cougar Locker Room Show. Coming off the bench with eight big points in 10 minutes, Peyton Dastrup with us. Peyton, congratulations to you and the boys to say it's a big win is a bit of an understatement, but to tell us about the buildup in this week to tonight's game and then how you guys responded almost start to finish. Yeah, I mean, we we knew that when we had a week's worth of, of preparation coming off of Weber State, and we didn't play as best as we could in that game, so we knew that we were going to have to really, really uh, hone in and, and, and get really focused about it because this game is, is high intensity both on the court and off the court. We know... The complications that have have kind of come up between the game that we played last two years ago and 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 things like that, but um, we knew that it was going to be settled here on the court. We were uh, we were focused, we were ready to go. We had a defensive intensity that I think startled them, and we we pushed the lead to 11 and 13 in the first half, and it kind of stifled them. And the rock was unbelievable, the fans were unbelievable, and um, all around it was it was a team effort both on the court and, and with uh, with the support of the students, and so we're. We're glad to get this win, and I just got to finish finals. <laughs> Not finals. Oh, man. There's a, that, that's that's kind, a of a, kind of a downbeat <laughs> note to that. Uh, wow. So, <laughs> exactly. So you talk about pushing the lead to 11-13, but the fact is it was down to a five-point game in the second half when you made your first three, first of two. Big, big shot when it came. Uh, just to, uh, maybe uh, your comments about the shots you did hit and the fact that you weren't shy to shoot it from the, from the arc tonight. Right. I mean, I've been... I've been confident in my shot and, and the times that I've had the chance to shoot. Um, I think I showcased a little bit last year in the, in kind of the quote-unquote garbage minutes that I got and knocked down a couple of triples. But um, this offseason, I knew that um, with the weight that I lost, to be able to put myself in a position to play and do what the coaches need me to do to, to help this team get to where we want to be, um, part of that was consistently knocking down uh, the three. And so... Uh, we, we read the ball screens in a certain way that, that allowed me to, to pop free. And, and as soon as I, I saw as open as I was, I took it took the shots with confidence. And, and the first one felt good. The second one, I was like, uh, and it rattled in. And so I'm just glad that I'm just glad that they went in and, and we were able to pull off the win. 
Well, Peyton, uh, on behalf of all the alumni, all the former players, uh, I want to say thank you. Thank you very much. And I want you to go back in the locker room and thank all those guys from us. And uh, there's a lot of them here tonight. That's a big win. It's an important win. It means a lot to us. And the way you guys came out, how hard you played, and the mental toughness, and that's just really special. What What is this rivalry for you? I know you, you kind of grew up in Arizona, but you, I know your dad, and he was here. And, and uh, you didn't play last against him last year, but what was kind of the feeling this week with respect to the rival? Uh, I, I've been uh, bled. I, I bleed blue since, since the womb, pretty much. And coming from a, a divided household, where mom's side is the U, dad's side's the Y. Uh, I had to side with my dad, and I, I haven't, I've never looked back. And so, um, I, I all the credit in the world to, to Coach Rostoviak and their team. They, 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 we've been giving them the heat in terms of the fans and the, and the heckling and stuff like that. And I know it, it, it doesn't get, it doesn't go unnoticed. And so, um, we're grateful that they gave us a chance to be able to, to put on a great show for both fans from both, from both schools. Uh, we wish them the best this season, uh, but we we definitely are not going to to forget this one very time, very soon. Um, and shout out to Cougar Nation for for supporting us, and and the alumni. This one was for you. Mark, you have to help me out with this one because I was in Hawaii and you were in uh, in Brooklyn with Shep. Was Peyton not your postgame guest after the UMass win? Do you remember that? He was what sparked uh, the comeback there. So, I mean, BYU's needed Peyton the most. He's come through, it's for sure. So you last talked on the radio with the first win, which is now a six-game win streak. You haven't lost since. You've kept this thing going. What's been the key, the way you see it, to putting this run together, which is now six wins and counting? I think it's just sticking to our principles and doing what we do best, which is trusting each other um, offensively. Uh, and the same trusting each other defensively. Uh, we try to play very self, unselfish defensively, um, being able to stunt for uh, for guys that close out, uh, being able to, to have our bigs um, help the guards on ball screens and communicate is, is a huge thing. And so um, people have noticed and kind of talked about the defense um, and stuff like that, and that's definitely something that, that has really um, stepped up its game from, from last season and the seasons previously to this season. And so, uh, I mean, all in all, we, we, we really just focused and, and tried to do what we, what we can control, what we can control, and we came up with a 10-point win, and six in a row sounds pretty good. Let's get seven. 12-point win, 77-65. We'll come back bad. with more from Peyton Dasher after points, this yep. on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Welcome back courtside to the Marriott Center. BYU 77, Utah 65, our final score for the first time in three seasons. BYU's on a six-game win streak. Feels pretty good, especially good after tonight. Uh, BYU wins it almost wire-to-wire. Led for 38 minutes and 19 seconds of the 40 minutes in tonight's game. Elijah Bryant, huge, huge night. 29 points, nine rebounds, four assists, three steals, block shot. Peyton Dastrup with us. And uh, Peyton, Elijah goes the full 40 tonight. Uh, plays an entire 40 minutes. Ends up with 29 and 9, really fills the stat sheet. And uh, on a night like tonight, in a game like this, to have someone play that big uh, is, is one of the reasons you walk away with a win. Yeah, I mean, Eli has been uh, been really consistent for us, and, and we're grateful for his play offensively and defensively. He kind of is, seems to be the glue of, of what success we've had. Um, but, I mean, all in all, we, we trust our principals and trust each other, and I know the coaching staff's going to put a lineup in that we – 
that we operate well with, and, and it got us the win this time. Now, we all hope that uh, Yoli Childs will be okay. It appeared to be, at least from our untrained eye, more of a cramps issue than anything. And, hey, they are painful, and it did keep him come back in the game late. But you hope it's just that, and that he's ready to roll here for another big week next week. Yeah, definitely. I mean, Yo is is a force to be reckoned with down low. And even though he might be undersized, his athleticism definitely makes up for a lot of uh, a lot of things that that other traditional big men don't have. And so um, we're gonna we're gonna rest and relaxation and rehab, and hopefully he's he's good to go. And, and knock on wood that it's nothing too serious. But I know that we're gonna be able to step up if at the worst case scenario he happens to go down with something but we're we're not hoping for that and we we really need him to be able to have a lot of success which is what we what we hope for Peyton I really like Utah's big men Colette and Rossin very skilled and uh you know coming in you know they're gonna they're, they're threats to shoot the three and also setting this ball screen you got to do the pick and roll what was kind of the defensive uh scheme coming into this one to try and slow those guys down um, well, with Ross, and we knew that he was uh, comfortable on the perimeter, and he's really the facilitator of their offense. So when he gets at the ball at the top of the key, uh, we wanted to pressure him, and we wanted to make it um, difficult for him to enter it into the post, and he even still found ways to do so. Um, the one three that he hit on me, um, I was helping on Colette a little bit too much, and the coaches explained that to me, and that was just a um, just a slip-up on my part. But I told him after the game, I was like, you got me with one, I had to get you with two. So... You give and you take some, and we're just glad we got the win. But, no, best of luck to those guys. They're, they're a handful, and, and they're going to make a lot of noise in the Pac-12, hopefully. Last last couple of things for you, uh, Peyton. How's the season going for you from a personal standpoint? And then just now that you're 9-2, and two, and it feels like something kind of special is growing within this team, how fun is it to be a part of this group in that room and on this bench and on the floor with these guys? Uh, I love it. I mean, I... I remember in my recruitment why I chose here and everything. Tonight was the epitome of why I chose to come here. Um, to be a part of a rivalry that goes back for so long, to have um, supportive fans and, and family close by that that has my back personally when times may not be going the best, but to have a band of brothers um, that I go to war with every day in practice, compete against, compete with, and coaching staff that that is really um, – keyed in and focused on um, giving us their all and we know that we get that every single day in practice and during games and so um, I'm, I'm grateful for the opportunity that I've been given by Coach Rose to be here in this moment and to capture the uh, the moment during this game was, was something that I'll never forget um, and I'm grateful for, for the support of the Rock for Cougar Nation and we're just going to keep this thing rolling for as long as we can. Well, it was a big night for you, too, and your contributions were a large part of this win. I hope it's a springboard for you and great things to come as the season goes along. What a fun night for us to be courtside to call this one. And, uh, again, congratulations to you and the guys for making it happen. Thank you. All right, that's Peyton Dastrup. Coach's comments coming up next here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. It's time to get the final word on today's game from head coach Dave Rose. I'm really proud of our guys. I just think that, uh, you know, you go to the last 80 minutes that we've played and you've seen a lot of fight. It's the BYU Creamery Cougar Post Game Coaches Show. BYU Creamery, the classic BYU tradition. Have a scoop today. The Cougar Post Game Coaches Show is also brought to you by Mountain Point Medical Center. Our experienced team puts you and your heart health first. Now let's rejoin the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. 
Welcome back courtside of the Marriott Center here in Provo, Utah. This is the BYU Creamery Cougar postgame coaches show. BYU head coach Dave Rose now 8-1 and one versus Utah here in the Marriott Center. Having a seat next to us here courtside. Coach Rose, congratulations to you and the guys. Huge win. Hey, thanks, Greg. It was, uh, it was a fun game. I thought the crowd was terrific. I thought our, our uh, especially our students, I mean, they were ready for this one, and uh, they were there from the way before the first tip and, you know, all the way to the end. They so, were stacked uh, high, too, weren't they, today? Yeah, it was a, it was a great uh, uh, great crowd, and it was a great game. I thought that it was a well-played game, and both teams, you know, were uh, <laughs> were scouted pretty well, and, uh, you know, we, we had – some really good individual efforts tonight, but uh, I, I just think that as a team, for us to be able to, you know, execute this thing and play it and really kind of dominate the score, you know, for the majority of the game, I think that, uh, you know, it's, it says a lot about our guys and our determination. And, uh, you know, it's, it's nice to have over, you know, those four in-state games for, you know, last few weeks. Um, you know, puts a lot of uh, – well, there's just a lot of – it's just important. And there's a lot of urgency for the coaches, and they put it on the players, and now our guys can kind of take a day or two off and get ready for their finals, and then we'll uh, get back on it and, and go get Idaho State on, on Thursday. Well, Coach, congratulations, first of all. That's, a, that's an amazing win, and uh, it was fun for, for Greg and I, and I know BYU fans everywhere. That was a neat night for them. And well, Aside from what's gone on in the – I mean, this – What's it like to be a coach? I mean, in this kind of game with this environment, isn't that kind of what it's all about for you and for these guys? Absolutely. You know, we had some re- recruits here today, and I, I think that this is is what kind of sells, uh, you know, the, the players on BYU. They they just, you know, a lot of, a lot of guys put so much emphasis on this or that or whatever, but the bottom line is it's, it's being able to, you know, play in an arena that's full, that's electric, that uh, – and then you got a chance to win every game you play, and I, I just believe that. I believe that every time we go out there, we, we got a really good chance to win. And so, uh, I, you know, it, it's been a, it, it's been an interesting, you know, few months as far as the series is concerned. But uh, I, uh, I, you know, I, I'm glad we're playing, and hopefully, I, what I really am happy for is I'm happy for our fans and for our players because they love it. There ain't, there's nothing about it that they don't love, and. <laughs> You know, as a coach, it's, it's it's a little bit tougher, you know. Elijah Bryant scores 29 tonight and doesn't leave the floor at any point tonight except for timeouts to sit down. His line's tremendous, and five threes are just huge. Eli scores 12 of his uh, – Yoli, beg your pardon, scores 12 of his 15 in the first half. Then it's just a battle just, just to get through the game for him. He yeah. really had to grind it out tonight. hope he feels better here in a couple of days. Yeah, and I don't want to call anybody out here, but uh... – I actually took Eli out of the game, oh. and he sat for about 35 seconds. Oh, okay, they, and, they, they gave him the full 40, yeah. so. And my okay. coaches both. <laughs> they was said, like, what are it, you doing? Is it time for Yoli? Is it time for Yoli? <laughs> so let's, I mean, the time for Eli? Time for Eli? Said, well, let's give him a little bit of a break. And, and he had, so he was able to sit the whole time out okay. and probably got like five minutes, maybe four and a half minutes of uh, cause the, the, actual rest the, time. Actual rest time, yeah, but uh, – he was uh, he was tremendous. There wasn't any reason to take him out except that I wanted him fresh for the the last eight minutes of the game. And uh, he, you know he he was one of the, you know they they were all really patient. I mean I, I think it's 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 amazing how the how our guys are really starting to trust our each other and trust the system and what we're trying to do. And you know we get a lot of first side shots that are open that we're kind of turning down and going to the second side and the third side because the more we get 
from one side to the other, the defense softens up and we end up getting a, a you know what I think to be maybe a little better shot. And uh, but I, I I like I mean I I think the guys are really uh, committed to each other. I told the guys in in the, the print media that they asked me what I think the difference is with this group or how you know they're able to. What what I believe is that uh, uh, the, the, the 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 spring and the summer and the fall that I had, what we had with these players was probably as good as we've had. And it's mostly comes from them to where they had a lot of input on, okay, this is what we need to do. This is what we want to do. This is how we want to do it. Uh, you know, we want to be, you know, a team that can, you know, grind these things out late in the game, win, you know, win low scoring games, win high scoring games. And, uh, and so, and then, you know, the addition of Heath, he's been terrific. He is, uh, his expertise in this game is on the defensive end, and I think we've become a better defensive team. Um, and I, I just like the way we're going. And hopefully, you know, I, the, 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 you know, what, what I'm thinking about right now is for the last five, ten minutes in there with my coaches is we're thinking about Idaho State, you know, and how we can get through a finals week and manage the schedule and then get in here on Thursday night and create this same feeling because, I mean, we coached all night long with basically – you know, the, the, there was no issues with, between our guys. Our guys were competing, fighting, playing together, you know, uh, and executing the way we wanted to. And um, and so hopefully we can get to that the next time out. You're now 8-0 this season when allowing fewer than 70. And uh, a lot of these games have come in succession now where the score stays down and, and you end up on the positive side of the ledger. You talked a minute ago about being patient. We're talking about being Peyton. Peyton Bastrop <laughs> comes. He scores eight points. They all come in the, maybe the the biggest stage of the game when they get it to five yeah. you're able to push that thing back out and he scored eight of the 12 points in that run yeah and he's he's a guy that uh we really spent a lot of time with this week just simply because of our our situation we knew we couldn't play it you know Dalt gets you know we get told on you know friday morning that Dalt's not going to play next saturday and so you don't have any time to really adjust your you know how you're going to play and we just realized that 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 lineup we played last saturday night was probably the 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 least effective uh that we've managed as coaches uh a lot of that had to do because they had a couple guys out but we knew this we we had to find four post guys who could play in a game and and they they could really make a difference in the game and uh and peyton got a lot of reps this week on the blue team and in practice and um i think that uh you know he was he was ready for this game He, he you know he's a He's a BYU kid, and uh, it was a long recruiting process to get him here. But you can just tell by, uh, you know, how he's accepted uh, and, and and plays on this team that he, he loves to be here. And I'm I'm happy for him because that that'll be something he'll remember forever. You mentioned Dalton not being out. From what I can see, he's one of your best uh, kind of pick and roll defenders. And Utah's a team that runs a lot of ball screens out there. Uh, I saw a lot of activity, at least on the backside and rotations. It seemed like you, you guys were really engaged in guarding that uh, that ball screen. Yeah, well, they're really good at it. And, uh, you know, Bibbins is, is a tough guy to keep in front of. And and then their size, when they roll, uh, it, it, it makes it really difficult, especially for the weak side guy. I, as a guard, kind of, you know, get over there and, 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 and kind of get him in a position to where – uh, he's it's not an easy basket for him, but I thought we did a good job on um, on their post guys when they put the ball on the floor. I mean, our guards dug in there pretty good, and uh, we got them to turn it over a couple of times. We got them to 
to pick it up and, and, and kind of shoot a rush shot. But we also got him to pick it up and then just throw it back out, which is a pretty good uh, you know, way to defend that thing too. So uh, it, it was uh, in the zone, Mark. The zone in the second half uh, I think was really good for us. I got him standing a little bit, and uh, we rebounded well out of it. And, uh, and we had to, I mean, you got to play well. You got to play well to win games. It's 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 not very often you can you know win a game when you don't play very good. So I'm, I'm happy our guys played good, and I'm happy we won. BYU's won six in a row. Closing comments from Coach Rose coming up next here on the New Skin BYU Sports Network. Back courtside here at the Marriott Center, Greg Grubel, Mark Durant visiting with BYU's head coach Dave Rose on the BYU Creamery Cougar postgame coaches show. Coach Rose, uh, we, we've talked a bit about how this stretch of games came together, and it kind of began in Brooklyn with a loss that you bounced back from, and the UMass game starts this win run. It's now to six games and counting. Now that you're at the back end of the six games, and really the five that started with the in-state run, what do you think you've got on your hands here heading into the uh, last non-conference couple of well, games? Well, I, I think a, a really big part of uh, you know this run is is the addition of McKay. I mean, his, his ability to come in and play – multiple positions for us and his toughness and his skill level his experience that he has you know as a division one player playing in 40 some odd games and starting you know 25 or 30 of them and i i just think that's that's really put us in a place where uh we're a little bit more versatile and we've been able to overcome some injuries i mean we got we got three really you know solid post guys that you know haven't even been on the floor for us for a while and and with Ryan Andrus and Braden Shaw, you know, those are two guys that have experience and have size. But uh, I think that uh, we have a really good competitive group that is beginning to, um, you know, kind of trust each other a little bit more and, and become really confident in our style and how we want to play and how we want to compete. Uh, Coach, uh, I, you know, I'm so impressed with this team. I, this streak you're on most a lot of it's come on the road or neutral site uh, and it's as you know super tough to win on the road and sometimes even at home when there's so much on the line what do you think as a coach does it take to uh to be successful on the road for a team what 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 you look what do you look for as a coach to know this team has what it takes to win on the road well one, one of the things i think is really important is depth because it seems like you're just a little bit slower or just a little bit and you get in foul trouble a lot. You think of a lot of the first halves on the road over this, this season and, you know, past seasons is that you? it seems like you're just substituting to try to get through the 20 minutes uh, to keep your guys out of foul trouble. And so depth, I think, is really important. And, and this team, we've actually kind of – we're a lot shallower now than I, I thought we were when we – you know, a week before we tipped because Braden, you know, he went down right, I think, the day before our first game or something like that. So – I look forward to getting them back. I think that's a big thing. But uh, I, I do believe that uh, your ability to execute uh, offensively, you know, is a, is a huge key. Um, and then defensively, you've, you've got to be, uh, you know, good for 40 minutes. And I, I think that, you know, we've won a couple games now, you know, playing a little bit of zone. It's not our, our core defense. Uh, I think our man's really pretty good. And, but, but there are some teams that it's hard to match up with pick and roll, and this was one of them because of the size of those those two guys, you know. And uh, and we benefited, you know, from uh, you know from their their injury. I think they benefited a little bit from our injury, and and so probably you know uh, sixes and come out in a wash. But uh, I I like the I like the focus of the group as far as playing together and trusting each other. 
Speaking of sixes, it is the six-game win streak. And in all six of the games, Dave, the opponent's been held under 70 points. The last time you played six straight games with the opponent under 70 was Jimmer's sophomore year, 2008-2009. Yeah, that was a really good defensive team. I thought our uh, Jimmer's senior year was another good defensive team, but we played a lot faster uh, with that team than we did his sophomore year. Uh, th- this group, I mean, obviously, I mean, I really like their commitment to the defensive end and to rebounding the basketball. But you know, a lot of the, the actual score numbers uh, has to do with possessions in the game. And I tempo, mean, you know. But you are playing playing and, a little slower and, now. And true. We're, we're up. I think tonight tonight it was in the high 60s, but we're using the low 70s. I think is what we average. But um, hey, there's a lot of a lot of ways to win games and a lot of ways to fit your style and your system to your talent. And I, I, I think that, that these guys are really starting to understand that. All right, this next week, uh, Dave, it's uh, Idaho State, Texas Southern, right? Wraps up your non-conference yeah, schedule. Yeah, yeah. And, and uh, you know, nothing makes a, a coach nervous than, you know, the finals week and mm-hmm. trying to adjust your schedules and find when you can practice. And But there's a challenge in every week. And, and uh, I think, you know, I've known Bill for years, and, and, and Bill's a really good coach, and he'll have his guys ready, and this will be – uh, you know, a, a, a highly contested game just because of uh, the proximity. We're involved in a couple, you know, recruits together, and so I, I, I th- I'm looking forward to it. Looking forward to the game. And over the years, we've had you know pretty good games with Idaho State. And then on the weekend, uh, Texas Southern team having played the toughest schedule in all of college basketball. Yeah, they've had a rough they, 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 they are the number one yep. team. And you know, Mike Davis is a guy who's taking a team to the Final Four when he was at Indiana. So. And, you know, what's really interesting about that is that Texas Southern is probably five miles, our campus is five or six miles from the University of Houston, where I grew up and where I played. And Hoffines Pavilion right now is under major renovation, and they're not playing in Hoffines this year. Houston's playing at Texas Southern. And Texas Southern hasn't played a home game yet. <laughs> so it looks like, uh, you know, Kelvin Sampson has had the run of the, the place over there. and. Uh, <laughs> And then when he starts playing league games, then he'll probably have to juggle that thing back and forth. But look forward to Hoffines Pavilion and the remodel and going down and seeing it when it opens next year. Uh, matter of fact, I think it came into the doing with the NIT last year, but I think um, there was a chance that we might have ended up, somebody might have ended up down playing in, 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 uh, Texas, in Su- Texas, Southern. Texas Southern's uh, gym. Yeah, that's yeah. right. We were in the same bracket, and if Houston would have... Uh, won that game, and we would have won, then That's we would have ended up down there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, congratulations again, Dave. And uh, this next Tuesday will be uh, your last coach's show before the Christmas break, and it'll be our birthday show. We'll yeah. talk, we'll talk hey. a little more about that on Tuesday night. Yeah, that, that, that happens when you stay alive. <laughs> and he's, you get another birthday. <laughs> yeah, he does. I still I still remember 50 pretty well. I remember, yeah. I remember having a 50 conversation with you here. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we're, we're 10 years this, old. This one will, this will be hard to believe. Yeah. <laughs> I've... I've, I've I've been through quite a bit in the last 10 years. Still going you know? strong. Yeah. All right, way to go, Dave. We'll All talk right, to you next week. All right, that's it with, from Coach Rose. Uh, Coach Chris Kobiak's comments next here on the New Skin BYU Sports Network. All right, so we are back courtside here at the Marriott Center in Provo, Utah. Final score, BYU 77 and Utah 65. A short time ago, the head coach of the Utes, Larry Chris Kobiak spoke with the assembled media. Now, Coach Chris Kobiak's comments are thanks to intern Tanner. Tanner Wilkinson for getting these just a few moments ago. We don't, we don't turn the ball over once. We turn it over three times. And uh, came out at halftime, I thought. The guys responded, played some D, got some stops, pulled it to five. Twice. Uh, and then had three straight turnovers. So 
Uh, it's been our MO, you know, in big games like this. Coming into an environment like this against a quality team, you've got to it's just pretty simple, you know. You've got to be a lot more dialed in. You got to make more plays, and it's not an easy environment to overcome. But uh, we've got too many self-inflicted gunshot wounds with, you know, charging into people, putting our head down, trying to do it independently. We don't have a team that can do it independently. We've got to do it collectively, and uh, we got a ways to go. Yeah. What did you think of the environment? Not first time back here in three years. What did you think? Oh, I mean, look around. I mean, how could you not? This is what it's all about. It's, it's cool setting. Like I said, you got to be good to, to win in a place like this. So other than the outcome, though, great play, great thing, in-state game, everything like that. Just good to do that. Sure enough. <laughs> Yep. What else we got? Hey, what about Donnie? What's his situation? Uh, he's got a sprained foot, uh, so it's not looking good for a while. Yeah, we're gonna wait and see how he responds. But his foot—he hurt his foot in the Butler game and got a pretty significant sprain. How much yeah. you Well, you know, uh, that's the nature of a basketball season. You got—I know. Uh, for us, in a game like this, uh, he might be the first person that I would say we need. You know, when you got that physical nature to you and you like this, uh, you look at games that of this nature, our UNLV loss, our Butler loss, he was uh, really our leader in both of those games, and he's a guy that gives you a little presence. So that one hurt, uh, you know, no doubt about it, but no excuses. We got our butts beat. Uh, didn't deserve to win, and uh, you know all the credit goes to a team that that team's nine and two. They play, they play the game well together, share the ball. Uh, they got inside presence. They they killed us from the three point line, which we talked about all week. They made plays, and uh, you know they're playing defense. So it's a team that uh, a formidable team that, that uh, gave us right what we deserved. Much different team that you saw a couple of years ago when you played them up in the Huntsman Center. Not just players and things like that, but how they play too. Well, I mean, it's a different environment, Huntsman Center. You know, uh, home court is a big thing in these rivalry games. So, uh, you know, they didn't give us their best punch two years ago when we played them. But uh, these guys are 18, 20-year-old kids. And, uh, you know, it's hard to stem the tide when you make mistakes and crowds get involved. So, yeah, that... It, yeah, that's, I mean, it, same same thing. But, you know, it doesn't have anything to do with years ago. It has to do with tonight. We got our butts kicked. Elijah Bryant had a, a tough time getting started for BYU. Well, he didn't have a hard time getting finished. Yeah, that, yeah. Is, it, what, did you even have an answer for him going down? No, not really. We knew exactly what it was he wanted to do. And, uh, it, you know, we had three threes in the first half without a hand in his face. Uh, talked about it at halftime, came out, and he hit two more right away so yeah, kid stepped up you know rebounded the ball well is the presence provided him a great punch and uh so yeah he was he was a big difference maker in the game no doubt about it you guys have been defending the three pretty well all season what do you have a sense of what it was tonight is it just attention to detail uh, it's a combination i mean some of it's personnel driven again with bryant you know, you make him put the ball on the floor. You don't let him take uncontested shots, and we short close out a number of times. Then talked about it at halftime, came out and kept up the same thing. So, um, you know, that's part of it. They did a nice job. Uh, we were poor in pick and roll coverage. They got into the paint a few times. They kicked at the guys for threes. So, there's a difference in the ball game, the three point line. Statistically, you look at everything, and it was, you know, six is a horse apiece, and uh, ten threes versus a couple threes is exactly where we were with the difference.
All right, there it is, uh, Larry Kriskoviak, head coach of the Utah Running Utes, talking about the three-point line being the difference. And in a 12-point game, the 15-point disparity for BYU from the arc, and BYU's favor was decisive on this evening. Utah had the advantage in paint points, points off of turnovers, second-chance points, fast-break points. It was BYU's bench performance and three-point uh, shooting that ultimately were the uh, differentiating stats on this evening. BYU also boarded it well. Uh, 33-28 ends up your final margin in that particular category. Official attendance, 16 1,272 tonight. BYU wins six in a row and snaps a three-game Utah run over the Cougars in the 77-65 decision. Cougars go to 9-2. and two. Utah falls to 7-3. and three. The Utes now 3-3 three and three in their last six as BYU goes to 6-0 and oh in its last six. And we talk about the run beginning in Brooklyn with the win over UMass, a big comeback win since that game against UMass. There was a five-game stretch, two in-state games, Illinois State here at home, then two more in-state games. And of those four in-state games, only one was here in Provo. That was tonight's game, and the Cougars won that, and all of those games in that stretch and so as as well as as well as they could have expected to do BYU did after falling uh, to Alabama in Brooklyn and so it uh, it will be uh, almost a month without a loss and that's a good thing six in a row coming into the Idaho State game on Thursday night Thursday Saturday for Idaho State and Texas Southern as of tonight Texas Southern was still winless I think they play uh, at Wyoming tomorrow if memory serves Uh, but uh, Texas Southern is a team with the toughest schedule in all of college basketball as they've been on the road for every single game they've played uh, this season and it has been a tough go they are 0 and 11 uh, the losses pile up but uh, so does the travel and the difficult games that uh, texas southern has had to play they did lose at wyoming a uh, 72-66 that was yesterday uh, but again it's it's the games they're having to play and losing by not too many points for the most part so texas southern's had a grind and it will continue on the weekend but idaho state thursday and Texas Southern Saturday, both games with a 6 o'clock pregame and a 7 o'clock tip for radio. Both games on BYU TV as well. So BYU TV and BYU radio for both games this weekend, Idaho State and Texas Southern. Six games in a row. We hope it keeps on rolling for the Cougs. Our next BYU Basketball with Dave Rose broadcast coming up Tuesday night, 6 o'clock from Studio C in BYU TV. Get your seats for the birthday edition of the Tuesday show and to join us. Tuesday night. So go to BYUCougars.com slash Rose Show, and uh, then you will be able to be with us on uh, on Tuesday night, Studio C, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, 8 o'clock Eastern, for the uh, 60th birthday special for uh, Dave Rose. So we look forward to seeing you there. We'll have uh, Yoli Childs as our player guest in studio. So Coach Rose, Yoli, and me on Tuesday for hashtag Rose Show. That'll do it for tonight. Thanks to all those who made our broadcast possible. Our thanks to Cougar Nation tuning in wherever you were or are this evening. To uh, Carter Malloy, our control board operator back east. Mike Tingle, our network manager. Dave Shook, our coordinating producer. Our satellite flagship, BYU Radio, Sirius XM 143. Our terrestrial flagship, KSL News Radio, 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Our network affiliates to the SIDs of both the BYU and Utah. Our appreciation, pregame and postgame interview subjects. Likewise, our statistician, Russell Larson, BYU's sixth all-time leading scorer. And thanks to my color commentary colleague, Mr. Mark Durant, as well as Jason Shepard, our studio host, Cole Wissinger, our studio board operator here in Provo, and intern Tanner, Tanner Wilkinson. That was the crew for this evening. So for everybody, my name is Greg Grubel. Reminding you once again, our final score is BYU 77, Utah 65. Thanks for tuning in, folks. In the meantime, and in between time, this has been BYU Basketball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Good night. So long from Provo, Utah.